0: This Sunday we meditate mostly these two parables in which I will center my reflection: the parable of the treasure buried in a field and the parable of the pearl of great price. In both cases, the kingdom of heaven is described as something you encounter, you know, as the obviously, ultimately, encounter with with God in the person of Jesus. Something I find, I think, telling about this this idea of the kingdom of God, where God reigns, is not it's not about simply um, about a scale of values, you know we can visualize it as a sort of scale of different things that we put as a scale of values and when you, when you enter the kingdom of God, God will be placed at the top of that scale, whereas you know when you haven 't found God in your life you 're placing money or pleasure or fame other things as more important but I would say it 's not simply that it 's not simply kind of putting God. at at the top of that scale of values which it is but it's more than that because it's finding that there can be a certain implication or I would say an involvement of God in, in our lives that God is so alive and real as a person that we can see how He wants to guide us and call us to Himself and it's not simply an abstract idea, it does happen, right? So when you realize that that is the case that's, I would say, that's the kingdom of God in this sense that now God is guiding you. He has become a father and, and a shepherd, a teacher for you. Whereas, it's not just an impersonal value that you pursue. See the difference. It's not some, something that I place as more important than other things. Uh, but it's someone who knows me and who is now actively guiding me. I, I take that, that, that to be an essential element of the kingdom of God in Christianity, that it's, it's about a personal God who loves us and guides us. And you encounter Him and He encounters you, right? Uh, at times it can be like a treasure buried in a field in a sense that it's very sudden. It's almost unexpected. In other cases it can be the result of a long quest, someone who's been like the merchant of fine pearls and you thought it was here or there and finally Finally, you see what you were looking for in, in the person of Christ, and you you can you're you're enabled to give up everything else. And let, this is a good segue to the second point that in this parable, something that emerges is a Christianity that is not simply um, a matter of minimums. You know, what is the basic thing I need to do to be okay with God? As some people sometimes may ask, you know what. Uh, what is the minimum I need to do? What is the least like, I can need to pray or go to Mass? Or how late can I be to Mass? Um, I mean knowing knowing that those, that sort of thing can help you out of some moral dilemmas if you're wondering if I was sinning in missing that or not. But in general it's not very helpful to think that way because you see a Christianity that is made of these minimums is not very joyful. It's not a Christianity that is contagious that, most people would want to see, want to follow. It's when you encounter that, that love of God for you and how much He cares for you and He wants to be involved in your life that actually becomes a profound um, desire and a longing in your, own, in your own soul that you want to be closer to God. And so it's not a matter of what's the minimum that is required of me, but rather the question shifts into what else can I do? How can I know more about him? Who is this God who has done all these things? Why why doesn't he show up more frequently like this? You see there's a sort of joy and enthusiasm that emerges. So the person is no longer asking, you know, okay, what's the least weight I can carry here? But rather, let, tell me more. What can I do? How can I know him better? Uh, so that's that's also a sign of the kingdom of God, of the person having found this pearl of great Price or the treasure. Um, I, I would say that's 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 good enough. Uh, and then there's a few more things, but I, I think that's the, the, the gist of it. You know, some some of the central elements that emerge in these two parables. Um, maybe a question you can meditate on, if you haven't had that deep encounter with the Lord, is what do you think could seek? Could sorry, what do you think could lead to that encounter? C.S. Lewis speaks in his own biography, Surprised by Joy, about this experience that he calls joy, as distinct from the experience of pleasure or happiness. He says joy was as if my subjective feeling of well-being and, and bliss was merged with this uh, profound sense of something real and objective, right, and, and it was very profound. And he says, I had a glimpse of that when I was young, and then I lost it for many years. I became an atheist. And um, he, then he says, I could, but I could recover it. So maybe have you sensed a glimpse, have you had a glimpse of the, that joy in your life of something beyond transcendent, the, the calling of God, calling your soul, calling you to a deeper meaning and purpose? If you have had that encounter, maybe you can also think and uh, how that happened and Thank the Lord for it and thinking, you know, how can you facilitate the encounter uh, for others? How can you help other people encounter that that pearl of great price?